Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the things that you should think about if you believe you need treatment after you sprain your ankle on a trail run. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. Rushing down the Dipsy Trail, fog trailing lightly through the redwoods, Craig is out for his favorite run, but with one slight misstep, his foot lands in a hole and his ankle rolls out from under him. By the time he feels his ankle give way, his arms are already outstretched to brace for the fall. The trail is soft and nothing hurts but his ankle. As he brushes off the sand and eucalyptus leaves, he notices that the ankle is actually starting to swell. Throbbing pain begins to build to a crescendo, so he He gets up and he slowly hobbles back to the car. By the time he gets to his house in Mill Valley, he can barely walk. He tries to figure out if he should head straight to the ER or call his family physician in Sausalito instead. Not wanting to bother his doctor with just an ankle sprain, he heads to the ER in Marin. After a full half day of waiting, he sees an emergency room doctor who says, Your x-rays don't show a broken ankle, but it looks like you just have a bad sprain. The nurse is going to give you an ankle brace and some instructions, and then if your ankle doesn't get any better then just see an ankle expert and follow up with an orthopedist or a podiatrist. But that's it. After half a day of waiting and he gets a brace, a generic ankle sprain instruction sheet, and and advice to make an appointment with a specialist if the ankle doesn't get better. Well, a week later, his ankle is still swollen. The foot and toes are black and blue, and he can still hardly walk, let alone run. To make matters worse, he gets a bill from the hospital for over $1,500 for the ankle x-rays in the emergency room visit. He wonders if there's a better way, and he searches online for the best ankle treatments in the Bay Area. And when he finally does see an ankle doctor, he's told that he actually has a subtle break in one of the bones of his ankles, which is called a lateral process fracture. The worst news is that it still needs to be treated and wasn't really treated with the ankle brace that he was given in the emergency room. The doctor explains that there are several types of broken bones that often get missed and are misdiagnosed in hospital emergency rooms when people think they have an ankle sprain. Now, without proper care, his ankle would just continue to ache. He realizes that he just wasted over $1,000 and a week of time by going to the ER for that visit. The unfortunate reality is that every single day, over 10,000 suspected ankle sprains show up in the ER. While an emergency room may be the best place for someone with a heart attack, it isn't really the best place to get treatment for a sprained ankle. Now, in 2009, there was a research study on ankle sprains that was published in the medical journal Clinical Orthopedics and Related Research. In that study, the researchers reviewed 119,815 emergency room visits, and they found that 36% of all emergency room visits were for a strain or a sprain. And ankle sprains, then, are certainly one of the most common injuries in the ER. Now, interestingly, the study also reported that there were only 49 ankle fractures out of every 100,000 ankle injuries. So when you hear those numbers, you will likely think, wow, that's like less than one half of one hundredth of a percent. So your next thought may be, statistically, there's almost no chance I could have broken my ankle. Therefore, it is probably just a sprain. Well, when I was in medical school, I heard a great quote about these types of statistics. Statistics are a lot like swimwear. What they reveal is interesting, but what they conceal is essential. When I was in medical school, we were taught all sorts of facts based upon research studies and statistics. One of these quote-unquote facts was that a small fracture in the ankle called lateral process fracture of the talus only happens about 1% of the time when people hurt their ankle. We were taught that lateral process fractures are indeed a, a truly rare injury and that they almost never happen. Well, in my first few weeks of my surgical residency training, I was on an emergency room rotation and I found several lateral process fractures. 
but I hadn't seen several hundred patients, so the numbers just didn't make sense. So I decided that we should actually see if the numbers that we were taught in medical school were really real numbers or not. So what I did was I wrote up a research proposal, presented it to the University Institutional Review Board, and I got approval to conduct an extensive study of ankle injuries. And what we did was we looked at all of the x-rays, ankle MRIs, and ankle CT scans, and then reviewed the medical records of all of the people that came into the university hospitals and clinics during a three-year period. What we found was that lateral process fractures occurred almost 10% of the time when there was a suspected ankle sprain. Now, even more disturbing was the fact that many of these lateral process fractures get missed and misdiagnosed. About a year later, I was working in an orthopedic surgery clinic, seeing patients and performing foot and ankle surgery as part of my training. And one morning, I was told there was a 32-year-old guy who was a healthy runner with chronic ankle pain seeking a second opinion. I opened the door to the treatment room, introduced myself, and looked at the x-rays hanging on the x-ray view box. And I said, hey, you have a lateral process fracture. And I was kind of excited because, of course, I just did this huge study on these things. Well, then he started to cry. And I was a little surprised. I tried to reassure him. And I just said, hey, look, it's no big deal. It's just a broken ankle. You know, we can fix that. All we have to do is put a couple of tiny little screws in the fracture area to stabilize the fracture and, and the bone will heal and won't hurt anymore. This is good news. He said, you don't understand. For the past two years, I stopped running. I've seen three different doctors. They all said it was, quote unquote, just an ankle sprain. And the last doctor I saw looked at my x-rays, then pointed his finger at me and he said, the problem isn't in your ankle. The problem is in your head and you need a shrink. So even though many published studies and articles in medical journals have reported that lateral process fractures are subtle and they can be hard to detect, they still get missed, just like it did with this guy. Now, initially, we presented the results of that study at the annual scientific conference of the American College of Foot and Ankle Surgeons. Because we won an award for that research, I still get invited to speak at medical conferences to teach podiatrists, sports medicine doctors, and foot and ankle orthopedists how they can make sure they don't miss these fractures. About a year ago, I was lecturing at a conference in Hawaii, and after the session, a doctor approached me in the exhibit hall, and he said, you know, last year I heard your lecture on lateral process fractures, and in 10 years, I hadn't seen a single lateral process fracture. But since your lecture last year, I've actually found four of them. So what do you think? Were there really no patients at all in his office with lateral process fractures during that 10-year period? Or is it possible that he, like many other doctors, just missed them? The problem doctors have when a trail runner rolls her ankle is that ankle sprains, ankle strains, and ankle fractures all have basically the same symptoms. Initially, there's pain, tenderness, swelling, redness, maybe even bruising, or or even the inability to walk or bear weight. So how does your doctor correctly diagnose the condition? How does the doctor really make sure you don't have some subtle fracture that will ache every time you try to run? This is the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. What you'll get from Dr. Segler, in my experience, is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I'm left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different, and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert, and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. 
I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You'll have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's gonna be on time. Two, he's gonna be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are gonna result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. Welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. So how does your doctor correctly diagnose the condition? How does the doctor really make sure you don't have some subtle fracture that will ache every time you try to run? Well, many people presume that an x-ray will show the doctor any fracture in the ankle, but that's just not true. In fact, Ottawa scientists reported that only 15% of fractures are diagnosed with x-rays. The first problem is that emergency room doctors are taught to follow a set of guidelines called the Ottawa Ankle Rules to help them decide whether or not an ankle might be broken or just sprained. The huge study that we conducted at the University of Utah showed that certain x-ray findings suggest lateral process fractures of the ankle are more than 10 times more common than once thought. In addition, these fractures are often thought to be incorrectly diagnosed as just an ankle sprain. So you don't have to be a doctor to know that it's not good to walk around on a broken ankle. The current standard of care in emergency rooms in the U.S. is to evaluate the patient following the Ottawa ankle rules and then, if warranted based on those rules, they'll take x-rays of the ankle to make sure there's no obvious fracture. Then the ER doctor will send the patient hobbling away with an ankle brace or an ACE wrap and some instructions to see an ankle specialist like an orthopedist or a sports medicine podiatrist. The problem is that if the emergency room doctor misses that fracture, then that leads to delayed treatment and, of course, delayed recovery. So if you're a runner, that means you end up with more time off from running. The delayed recovery can also lead to continued ankle pain, even unstable ankles that can degenerate into ankle arthritis and ruin your ability to enjoy running. Not only is there a cost to your running enjoyment, but there's a financial cost as well. In 2013, a huge study funded by the National Institutes of Health looked at the actual cost of an emergency room visit when you sprain your ankle. The researchers looked at 8,303 actual emergency room encounters representing 76.6 million visits. Now, the average emergency room bill for a sprain or strain was $1,498. That's right, $1,500 for an ankle sprain. Interestingly, they also reported that the cost of treating an ankle sprain could range anywhere from $4 to $24,110. Come on, a $24,000 bill for rolling your ankle on a trail run? Really? Well, every time I see a runner who rolled their ankle, went to the ER, and then didn't get better, they tell me the same basic story. They had to wait all day, the doctor spent two minutes with them, and then they got an ace wrap or some flimsy brace and a huge bill. A week later, they could still barely walk, so then they call me. They call me because they obviously didn't get the correct treatment. One reason for not getting better is doing the correct treatment in the wrong way, but a worse situation is if you've been misdiagnosed. Just like that poor guy who was told he was nuts, any patient who is misdiagnosed with a sprain is not going to get the best treatment if there's an undiagnosed fracture lurking in the ankle. An ankle sprain is a soft tissue injury. An ankle fracture is a bone injury. These are different tissues, they are different injuries, and they have different treatments. 
If you go to the emergency room, the doctors are likely to just follow the Ottawa ankle rules and see if you need x-rays. All the Ottawa ankle rules say is that if you can walk four steps without assistance, and that means to walk even if it hurts to walk, and you have no pain when the doctor pushes on certain structures in the foot, then it's so unlikely that you have an ankle fracture, you don't even need x-rays. So if the emergency room doctor sees you walk or limp and pushes on those four structures without causing pain, then you get instructions to rest, ice, wrap the ankle with a compressive bandage, and elevate the foot. Oh, in a case if you're wondering what kind of ankle sprain treatment costs $4, an ace wrap at your local drugstore costs about $4. So if you check the ankle yourself following the Ottawa ankle rules and then wrap the foot with the ace bandage, which costs you $4 at the drugstore, you apply ice, which is free at home, you elevate, which is free on your couch, and you rest, which is also free on your couch, then the total cost is $4. But if instead you go to the emergency room and let the emergency room doc poke on these four spots and give you an ACE bandage, that same treatment costs you half a day of waiting and a national average of $1,498. The final piece of advice the emergency room doc will give you is, if you're not improving within a couple of weeks, follow up with an evaluation from a foot and ankle specialist. Then they hand you that huge bill. So rather than go to the ER where you will have the longest wait, the highest bill, and the least specialized ankle care, why not see a real ankle expert who will help you faster, charge less, and provide more ankle-specific advice? It seems to me that if you can understand the Ottawa ankle rules, apply an ACE wrap, ice the ankle, elevate, and rest all on your own, you can basically get the emergency room treatment all on your own without the trip to the ER, without the ludicrous wait, and without the ridiculous ER bill. Now, according to the Illinois Podiatric Medical Association, podiatric physicians are four times less likely to use expensive hospital-based services than other doctors. Now, the reported average cost of treating an ankle sprain in a podiatrist's office is only four to $500, which is less than one-third the cost of the emergency room visit. Now, the other thing to consider is that self-diagnosis and self-treatment is free. Years ago, I created an ankle sprain self-diagnosis video that helps runners like you understand exactly what a doctor does during an ankle sprain visit. I even talk about the Ottawa ankle rules and how we take those rules and poke around on your foot to determine whether or not you need x-rays. You can get that video instruction and a PDF of the instructions free on the docontherun.com website, and we'll put a link in the show notes so that you can access it and download it. Of course, if you do the stuff the ER doc recommends and you don't get better after a few days, you can still follow up with a foot and ankle specialist. This approach can work. A few years ago, I got a call that I will never forget from a woman in the Philippines. She called and left a message, and I'll play it for you here. Hi, Dr. Segler. I just uh, wanted to call and wish you a happy new year. You don't know me, but um, uh, I'm a young woman in the Philippines, and I hurt my ankle yesterday jumping off the roof of a public transport vehicle. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I am going to get my foot x-rayed and I am going to go to the doctor. No worries. I know it's not a substitute for real medical advice, but it did make me feel a lot better to have your website as a resource. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome and happy new year. Take care. So just by reading about ankle sprains and viewing the video on what doctors do to diagnose ankle sprains, this woman was able to figure out what she really needed to do to make sure she was doing the right thing with her sprained ankle. She didn't have to go to the emergency room to get help. Today, there are sports medicine doctors and ankle sprain experts who reserve spots in their schedules for ankle sprains every day. 
These doctors treat ankle sprains like emergencies without the cost of an emergency room visit. While a rolled ankle may not be the sort of emergency that emergency rooms were designed for, an ankle sprain is an emergency to a runner. Active people need strong, pain-free ankles. They need to find the best ankle sprain treatment in order to get rid of the swelling and get back to running pain-free. I even take the rapid evaluation treatment approach one step further by offering remote consultation via telephone, web conferencing, video chat, and even house calls. So there's just no need to hobble around all over town. You can actually have a doctor in your home in less than an hour for a fraction of the ER cost. If you do a remote conference consultation via video chats, it costs even less. Now, I am certainly not the only foot and ankle specialist who offers this sort of care. You can get the same thing no matter where you are, California, Texas, Hawaii, the Philippines, wherever you are. If you have an ankle sprain, you can skip the emergency room wait just by searching for a local ankle sprain expert. As long as you will probably need to see a specialist anyway, why not see the best ankle doc to begin with? The true ankle experts are orthopedists and podiatrists. Podiatrists only treat feet and ankles. Because of this, they have the most specialized knowledge. If you sprain your ankle, you should see a true ankle specialist today. Not only will you get the most thorough evaluation, you can also skip the six-hour ER waiting time. In addition, you can save a small fortune by avoiding the emergency room bill. If at all possible, look for a doctor who is not only an ankle expert, but a running expert as well. That way, you can recover and rest assured that your doctor will help you get back to running as quickly as possible. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me, and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.